You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. We welcome in now our Odyssey MLB insider and co-host of the greatest podcast ever, the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL, Cody Decker. Cody, how have you been? Long time, no talk. It's been so long, Ryan. I've been all the way since this morning since we talked about everything that's taking place right now in baseball because we are almost 100% right, with the exception of the Angels. It's time to fade the Angels. They suck. They've sucked all along. Yeah, why are the Angels struggling? Because you look at, some of the pitching that they have, obviously, with uh, Thor and Otani. They've got a bunch of bats, and yet it just feels like things are anemic for them. I just feel like the pitching isn't real. I mean, yeah, Otani is a great great arm, but at the end of the day, he's only had one healthy season. And Syndergaard hasn't had a healthy season since 2015. So if we're banking on both of these two to be our star pitchers throughout the season, it's really lofty to do that with. This is a team that has just been plagued by injury year after year after year. They keep getting bats. They don't stock up on their pitching. And their pitching is pitched out of their mind thus far. But you know it's coming to an end at some point. Cody, another huge disappointment. Not that the Angels have been a disappointment other than the last uh, 11 games where they're about, to, they're about to go to 3-8, and eight, I believe, in their last 11. Uh, the Phillies, down right now 3-1 to one to the Giants. It's only Suck. the sixth inning, but they're like six games below 500. What do you think they do at the deadline, man? Because I don't know that they're going to go all in, even though they spent a bunch of money this offseason and have guys like Bryce Harper, Nick Castellanos, and Kyle Schwarber. But if they're 10 games back, which is very possible, more than that, what are they going to do at the deadline? Any chance they actually sell any of these guys or do they just kind of like kick the tires and just hope for better results next year with the same most likely pitching staff and bullpen that they have every year? I'm thinking it's going to be the latter. There's no way they're going to be selling off these pieces. If anything, if anything, they're going to be battling it all the way to the end and we're going to have to watch a slow, miserable, painful death of the team in Philly or they'll finally realize they're out of it because we'll be back 20 games by August 10th. Yeah. They'll send Bryce Harper to go get his Tommy John surgery so they can get it back earlier next season and, quite frankly, start bol- bolstering up that bullpen and starting staff. When does Joe Girardi get fired? Yesterday. Uh, honestly, it should have been yesterday, but truthfully, at the end of the day, this is not entirely on him. He's playing the guys he was given. It's, he's not the one on the defensive side playing the worst defense I've ever seen in my life. He didn't sign these players. you got to look at the front office as well. I mean, it's just, it is a little league team defensively out there. I want to talk about the Yankees. Uh, one of the worst outfields in a long time for a team this good outside of Judge, right? Stands on the IL right now. you got three players <clears throat> hitting basically at or below the Mendoza line. Hicks and Gallo have been horrible, not getting a ton of offense at the catcher position. And when the bats go cold, like they have been recently, 
Uh, sometimes the pitch, the pitching hasn't been able to keep things in line. What do the Yankees need to do? I know that you said that uh, you had a couple of on the podcast. You had a couple of options. Would love to hear them here. Well, I mean, right out the gate, I think catching wise, don't even look at the Yankees for offensive. Uh, uh, productivity from the catching spot. You had that already, and you traded him over to Minnesota for a reason. Right now, you got Higa back there because he's the most sure hand defensive catcher you have, and all your pitchers pitch better because of it. Trevino's been okay too. Been able to- Yes, he's been good as well. It's just at the end of the day, you need that pitching staff as good as possible because the Yankees' Achilles heel has not been their offense. It's been their pitching over the last few years. It's only been Garrett Cole and no one else to help him, and now all of a sudden, he's finally got some help. What are the options? I mean, honestly, the only thing they really need to do, maybe look for one more bat, one outfielder to possibly replace one of these two guys if they don't get it going uh, by the middle of the season. You know, I'm inclined to think someone will get it going because these are two guys that can change the game with one swing of the bat. And I think the Yankees are just banking on having that in the seven and eight hole as the season goes forward. I think think Gallo is like batting like 160, though, right now. Yep, it's bad. It's bad. But when you got a guy like Gallo who does legitimately change the game with one swing of the bat, yeah, he's got a K probably two to three times every single day. But every once in a while, when he runs into it once every 10, 15 at bats, it changes the full dichotomy of the game. If you could put, and if you put him down in the eight-hole spot, nine-hole spot, and platoon him, he's not going to hurt you that much. But you definitely need to get another bat in there. Plus, he'll have a good like two to three week stretch, no. most likely in June or July when the weather heats no, up a little he's bit. Not. Now you will. That's Joey Gallo for you. Hey, Cody, who uh, we talked about the on the podcast, even though it's you know it's plus five hundred, but it's still plus five hundred. You're getting the Dodgers to win the World Series, best team in baseball, even though they did lose last night to the Padres. Uh, Padres. Cody, who gives uh, the Dodgers the best fight in the National League? If the season were to end today, which it's not going to, who do you actually trust in the National League that could compete with them in a seven-game series? I got two teams right now that I think can truly compete with them right now, and that's the New York Mets. And even right now, that's without Scherzer and DeGrom. That's how good their offense has been picking it up. They just sent down Dom Smith, This is, and that's yeah. a guy that can help any team right now win in this exact second. That shows you how good that offense has been, and so much so that that offense has clearly not even been affected by the fact they've lost DeGrom and Scherzer. This team is playing like they're pitching DeGrom and Scherzer every single day. So I would definitely give a lot of credit to the Mets, not to mention the San Diego Padres. You can't sit here and deny that this team yes. is not a real contender. They're doing it without uh, without Fernando Tatis Jr. Blake Snell has been terrible so far this season. And Joe Musgrove is a and, and, and Joe Musgrove is a true ace. This is how good the rest of the team is that certain players are not even there or performing and they're going toe to toe with the Dodgers as we currently speak. They're only three games back by who do you think the scariest team is in the American League? Other than the Yankees, I am always terrified of the Tampa Bay Rays. Okay. It's just they're not flashy, they're not sexy, no one knows any of their names, and they win 95 games like it's nothing. They are a terrifying team. And obviously the Blue Jays are an exciting team. They're young and they're starting to put it together. I would love to see the Blue Jays in the playoffs, but that's a tough division to crack. And now with the Red Sox surging, who knows where they're going to end up. Any chance the Astros actually fade away, you know, when we get to the later months? Just I look at that rotation. I look at the bullpen. And the crazy thing is, like, they're not even hitting yet. They are, and they're scoring runs, but not the way that they're capable of. No. I think they're the scariest. I, I mean, I other than too. the Yankees, I think they're the scariest team. Any chance they fade away, though? Or is, do they have any weaknesses? I want them to fade away <laughs> yeah. very badly. They're not going to. Uh, it, we, You and I both to them at the beginning of the season we kind of thought this is finally the end of the Astros stronghold on the west 
But at the end of the day, they still only got to deal with the Angel, the Angels and the Mariners. And I, we think we uh, can both agree that the Mariners have been arguably the biggest disappointment in Major League Baseball thus far, even though they're finally getting it together today, like we both predicted. Yeah. Can they keep this going? I hope they can. I want them to. I desperately, desperately want to see the Astros home on October 1st. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Man, that's that's saying a lot. Uh, I, I'm actually really interested on uh, like just kind of surprises so far this season. Um, there's been a few surprises. I mean, the Angels were a surprise to start the year. I think we expect them to be okay and, and compete, but not to go off to a 20, you know, win start the way they did uh, early May. Um, the Tigers on the, on the flip side yeah. are uh, absolute calamity. What a disappointment they are. Everyone was expecting them to get to 80 wins, potentially even up to 85 wins, maybe even pushing for a playoff spot. And they are right now the worst team in Major League Baseball. And truthfully, there is no excuse for it. Javi Baez, Alex Meadows, they got Scooble back. They got Casey Mize. Mm. They went and paid and got Rodriguez. And this team is in the cellar of arguably the second worst division in Major League Baseball. Cody, you got done uh, talking about the Mets, you know, being a real contender in the National League. And we expect they're most likely going to get Scherzer back. And it's kind of 50-50 with DeGrom. Yeah, I know. But I, I just have this bad feeling about DeGrom. Frankie Montez might be available at the deadline. Luis Castillo, who I know he struggled this year, but he might be available. Malley might be available. They need um, a middle. They need middle relief. Do you too. think? Yeah. What do you think that a team like the Mets would do? Um, as far do you think they go after a starting pitcher? And where could you see maybe a guy like Frankie Montez or even Luis Castillo ending up? Do you think they get moved at the deadline? 
I think Montez will definitely be moved. I think there's going to yeah. be a lot of suitors for him. You could definitely see the Dodgers trying to get him, the Yankees trying to get him, the Red Sox trying to get him, the Blue Jays. There's not a single contender that won't try to get their hands on Frankie Montez. In fact, he might be the highest target this uh, when it comes to the trade deadline. Another guy that really comes to mind throughout the league, uh, Rainey over the Nationals, I think, can help another team out big time in the back end of a bullpen. And obviously, Nelson Cruz is going to be on the move. I know everyone's looking at Juan Soto. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, dude. I just got done reading ESPN has it on their front page, uh, all these potential landing spots for Juan Soto. But when is he going to get moved? Well, you mentioned the Mets. And here's here's the thing. Everyone talks about the Mets money and how much money Stephen Cohen has. It doesn't matter how much money you have in the trade deadline. You can maybe throw some cash in there, but at the end of the day, and the trade deadline, teams are looking for capital in players, prospects. I don't know if the Mets have the most prospects in baseball, not like the Dodgers, not like the Rays, not like, not like the Giants. These are three teams that have an outrageous amount of prospects that can throw at anybody and get their hands on. However, for Juan Soto, it's not going to take a couple of prospects. It's going to take, I don't know, 20 prospects. I wouldn't give him up without giving me the 2030 World Series contending team. Yeah, no doubt. Seriously. Before we let you run, just wanted to get your thoughts on just Garrett Cole watch again uh, was per- almost perfect through five innings. I think he gave up one hit and then had a bad call by the umpire umpire on uh, G man Choi. It was a, it was a strike for sure, but it was called a ball. And then he just absolutely melted down. Uh, I talked about this on the show that you can't really trust someone. If one bad call melts you down, uh, is this something that's fixable uh, with therapy or inward looking for someone as as like mature and a veteran like Garrett? See, I've known Garrett a long time, and it's a little surprising to watch him actually react that way. And he's actually reacted that way more than once this season. Yes, the, three the, times. The post, it's a little strange. I, I Legitimately, I've known this guy since he was 17 years old, and I've never seen him react like this. So I'm not really sure what's taking place uh, behind the scenes that's leading to that type of behavior. But listen, Garrett Cole is as talented as anyone on planet Earth. And the Garrett Cole I know is as confident as anyone on planet Earth. And if there's a reason why his confidence is shaken, yeah, I think there's any reason possibly. Because like you said, he was nearly perfect through five and his confidence got shaken by the smallest thing. And that should not be the case for the best arm in the world. Any chance, like just really quickly, any chance this could be like New York related? It could be. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we're all human. I know we all yeah. want to sit here and pretend that things roll off our back. I was, a, I play, you don't think I saw every negative thing that was said about me? I did. You think I liked it? No. I usually put it as a chip on my shoulder to prove people wrong, but there are definitely times where those words definitely get under your skin. And it seems as if Garrett Cole throws one bad pitch, there's about nine shows on WFAN talking about how terrible Garrett Cole is. Garrett yeah. Cole's the best pitcher yeah. in you the know, world. And I'm sick of it personally as a Cubs fan. My <laughs> team is trash. We got Jonathan VR in, in our starting lineup, dude. And here's a team with 15 losses. After every game they lose, every eighth day, the callers, these hosts, they act like they're the Reds. You're the Yankees. They're in first place. He got going 33 anywhere. wins. Yeah. He's currently got the best odds for the Cy Young. He's given up two runs in the last four starts, but he's the worst pitcher alive. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, you got Aaron Judge has like and 90 it's homers and it's already honestly, this year. It's, if you're a Yankee fan, you got to stop talking about it because it's just going to send him in a spiral. Yeah, it's made yeah, me I mean, it's, it's made me a Mets fan, Cody. I'm now, if I have to root for anything from New York, I'm rooting for the Mets. You thought you. If, if, if speaking of you know, Tristy, you're on WFAN. I'm in a position where I'm taking Evan Roberts' side over Carton. You kidding me? 
Cody, no thanks doubt. so much, man, for joining us. We'll talk again soon. Cody Decker, Odyssey MLB Insider, joining us on the Roman Guest Line.